You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get there. We've got two exciting guests to bring on. And if you would, please, Tony Wink. Introduce our next guest. Okay, he is uh, currently in eighth overall in the American Flat Track Qu- Twins class. In the past three races, he's had two podiums, so he's on a roll. Uh, he did get a win this season at the Buffalo Chip Round. His name is Jake Johnson, one of my favorite American Flat Trackers. Always on time as well. So, J- uh, Jake, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. No, it <laughs> happens. Here. It happens to none of us, actually, so. <laughs> just you um anyway jk good job out of you i mean uh currently uh, eighth overall in the american flat track twins class um talk to us about the pressure in the twins class right now it seems like there's so many good racers but even more so the equipment is uh it's, it's like upside down from a year ago yeah 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 i mean that's the thing i mean there's always been a ton of talent in the sport just uh not quite the equipment i would say um and man now uh now everybody is on uh on indian ftr so the the playing field's pretty equal so it's uh it's kind of been a, a, an adjustment really um you know everybody's on on equivalent stuff so it's uh you know you don't have much of an advantage having a you know better equipment or a bigger budget than uh than the other guy you know everybody's like i said everybody's kind of on the same stuff now and uh you know, it's uh, taken me a little bit of time to adjust. Kind of started the, the beginning of the year on Yamahas and had some crashes and some bad luck, and uh, you know, got up. Finally, got back on the uh, got on the Indian train, and uh, you know, finally uh, starting to starting to get it figured back out again, and uh, kind of running back where we're supposed to be. But you know, as far as the championship, it's uh, a little bit too late, but um, better late than never, right? Jake, uh, understanding it's a little late from your perspective to make a run at at the first place, but it sure looks like you could still make some meaningful movements in the in the overall standings. I mean, uh, I don't think it's out of the question that you could be aiming uh, for uh, you know sixth fifth place overall by the, by year's end. You've got some room to improve. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean. I mean, honestly, you know, I take the the Ricky Bobby approach on the on the championship <laughs> championship. If if you're not first, you might as well be last. So, Is there any other know, way, Jake? Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, they only they only give a trophy and a number plate for first. So if you're not first, you know, it it, it really doesn't matter to me. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I can I can make you know, there's opportunity there. You know, we got some momentum on our side, and uh, you know, I feel like I'm you know, healthy again and, and back to riding like I should be and, uh, you know, can, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully finish out these last four rounds and, and, uh, you know, kind of move myself up there and, you know, it's, yeah, you know, I, I first or last it, you know, I, I say that, but it, uh, it is a little depressing when I see my, see my name outside the top 10 there and, uh, you know, we're, we're starting to fix that. We're, we're inching our way back up. The last race you finished third, at Peoria, and what a race that was! Um, the the 
talk about the track, the, the turnaround they did from the weather and, and all of that stuff. It was really quite a story, and, and I think a true testament to the to the people that run that place and and uh, the operators of the equipment and stuff because it seemed like they they had their hands full. Oh yeah, that was that was the one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. You know, racing uh, as far as how much work went into that. Um, you know, I got to the track on Friday and, uh, you know, they're out there and just kind of, you know, side by side, the four wheelers, just trying to kind of rolling around through the mud, just trying to air the thing out. I'm looking at that. I'm like, man, there's no way, you know, I'm, I'm, I was almost getting ready to change my flight from Sunday to Monday. Cause I figured we were going to be racing on Sunday. And, uh, you know, same thing. We showed up, showed up Saturday morning and man, you know, Fortunately, you know, Caterpillars is a sponsor of the event, and they're, they're right down the road, Peoria there. And, I mean, they've ha- they had millions of dollars of equipment out there just, you know, picking up dirt, putting dirt down. Just, it was, you know, they basically rebuilt the whole track in, you know, 12 hours. Sounds it, like know, the country fast. song, doesn't it? Picking up dirt, pick, laying dirt down. <laughs> sounds like a typical race weekend at Riverside Raceway at my place because that's... Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it sounds like something you would say about it's, every weekend. I rebuilt yeah. the track since Thursday. Yeah. Well, it's just... It's, uh, mud off, put mud back on. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, so we got we got nine inches of rain this morning, so give me a half hour, we'll have yeah. her going, and then uh, we'll have dust by three, and I'll, I'll sheep's foot a little mud right back in her, and no big, no big deal, boys. Yeah. And yeah. I saw people come Yeah. Jake, your your yeah, Indian it was ride. It's definitely cool to see the effort for sure. That was, uh, you know, as a rider and, and seeing how much effort that, uh, you know, Peoria Motorcycle Club put into to getting the track right. Um, you know, a lot of times they'll get the track okay and it's, it's not good and we race anyway, but they put in the effort and, uh, you know, as a rider, you know, we all appreciate that. So there's a lot of you know there's a lot of talk about indian this year obviously because they're so dominant and and uh you're experiencing that as well that 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 uh that's it's equipment that's not matched by anybody else uh currently um what do you think that does for the sport i mean as far as uh you know harley has been the dominant name in flat track for so long you guys are experiencing some real some real crowds that you're racing against or, or excuse me racing in front of again um, so that's that's a good thing. I, I can't say that it's 100% related to Indian motorcycles, but what are your thoughts on the whole deal? I mean, it seems like American Flat Track's going in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the, the crowds have been better than ever. You know, I've been, you know, a, a pro since, you know, on the series since 2002. And, uh, you know, there's some pretty grim years there. You know, we kept chugging along, but... Uh, you know, the last few years, yeah, like I said, the, the attendance has been up. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, it, it's definitely cool, um, you know, what Indian has put into this. And, uh, you know, and obviously Harley, they're they're putting a lot into it, trying, um, you know, trying to get their new bike uh, up and going. Um, you know, it, it, it kind of stinks right now. It's kind of a, you know, one-man show with Indian right now. But, I mean, it... it the racing's good, you know, if, I guess if you could look past, if you're not a, um, you know, a big brand specific guy, you know, if you're just there to watch the racing, you know, everybody's pretty much on equal equipment. So it's kind of all about the rider right now. So, you know, guys are, guys are starting to tinker a little bit and, and some guys are getting a little further ahead here and there learning these bikes. But, um, 
you know, it, it's good and bad. Um, I think for the racing, like I said, it's good because we're all basically on the same stuff. Um, but you know, you know, we do need some more brands in there. Um, and I think it'll come. I think it'll come. I think just right now the, you know, the, the, the easy way out was just, you know, just to buy an Indian. Um, you know, the thing comes right out of the box, ready to race. There's, there's all the development's been done. Um, what's, what's the basic like the cost proven. on that? On the, on the, Five in, zero grand. Yeah. Five yeah, zero. $50,000. Retail price is 50000 I think, uh, you know, I think for a AFT team, I believe it's 40 or 45 get a little bit of a You get a little bit of a break. But you need two of them, of right? You need two of them, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're if you're racing for points and, and want to be in it, you know, you got to have a backup just in case something happens, you know. So, mm. yeah, 100 grand and, you know, go racing. So, that makes it tough, but I don't know. I mean, if you're developing a Kawasaki or a Yamaha or you get or to pretty close too, there. Yeah, I mean, you can build it cheap, but you know, it trying new parts and breaking things learning you know it's you're going to spend a lot of money so you know and harley's weren't weren't cheap either the previously dominant bike the xr 750 was not an inexpensive bike by any stretch though not 50 yeah but you had to rebuild them so i mean if you talk to a guy who acted the mechanics you were you were tearing them down a lot right oh yeah yeah those things yeah i mean they had to come apart every week and, you know, at least inspect the top end and, and inspect the cams. And, man, the way those things were getting, you know, with, with some of the newer Kawasaki's and Japanese bikes coming along, um, we were having to rev them things so much harder than we used to. So it was, so, you know, obviously so much harder on the motors. So, um, you know, <laughs> those that- four things that, you know, I, I love racing them, but every time you stick the starter in the side of it, it was like, pulling the pin on the grenade and, and hope you can get the pin back in before it blows. That's you know, so. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Oh, that's so nice. that ex- <laughs> that's that, really high five and Harley for <laughs> Yeah. Well I mean that yeah well, they, no, no. I mean it was it was a great motor it's a great motorcycle and, and Sounds like it everybody was getting out of those things was was double triple what, what it was ever designed for. Yeah, so, that's the whole deal. Uh, it was spinning twenty five hundred RPMs that it was never intended to have in it. Exactly, yeah. And what we've talked to a number of uh, flat trackers recently, um, and hopefully not to to stir up uh, any bad feelings. Uh, hopefully things are going exactly the way they, that you want with your program, Jake. But are you thinking more crowds, more, more you know, bigger attendance at races, a real positive buzz going? Is that coming down to you the racers uh, and is that the benefit of the crowd really being felt in any meaningful way by the uh, professionals that are out there you know lining up on the grid every week week in week out uh i mean for me it's it's still the same i mean you, you know you look back at it it's like you know it's cool you're seeing more more sponsorship and, and things like that coming into the sport um you know and that all you know, comes back to, to fans, you know, the more fans, the, the, the more support we're going to get. But, uh, you know, as far as me race to race, when I line up, you know, I want to win whether there's 10 people watching or 10,000, you know, so, you know, as far as that, it's all the same to me, you know, it's all about, uh, you know, trying to win and, and, you know, whether, <laughs> you know, it, like I said, it's cool having, having 
that many more fans come and check it out and you know a lot more people excited talking to in the pits afterwards and things like that but yeah but jake you know, it's... When it comes down to it i want to win like i said whether nobody's watching or or there's a hundred thousand people watching you know that's fine and well but it's got to be easier to sell a program when you got the stands are full yeah I'll... jack i think we may have uh, lost our our guest there's only about two minutes maybe three minutes on the outside left in the segment you listen to pit pass motor racing weekly in studio tony wink roman avila pj duran i'm scott casper with you big shout out to uh, edward cooling camp in our where did ed move he moved over the weekend and he won't tell any of us what uh, what town he moved to he was in advanced north carolina but uh, he picked up his family and moved i think they call it advance Advent. North Carolina. Jake's okay. back on the phone. All right, let's go back to Jake Johnson. Jake? And he's back. <laughs> Jack, what are you doing? The, uh, I mean, we're, we're, this is iHeart, the, the iHeart <laughs> Studios, my friend. and uh, We're here in surely, a clip. Yeah, we can count on more than that. Times is tough. So, maybe, maybe Jake's on Sprint. They I'll, seem to drop a lot, I want, <laughs> Roman. I want to, uh, if I can, address the Indian versus Harley uh, conversation. Um you know, Harley ruled the roost for so long. You go back how many years to one hundred? Uh, yeah, to yeah. the dominance of Honda Indian. gave him a little bit of a headache there. Literally a the hundred years, though, mm-hmm. for yeah, the most part. Honda gave him a little bit of a headache in the eighties. Right now, Indian is challenging Harley to be better than they they were. Uh, did they make the right change at the right time? Some people are scratching their head and saying no. Who Harley or Harley. Indian? Harley. Yeah. Well, the Indian obviously did. I, I think, and not to jump in to. Quickly, go, but go ahead and jump in. You know, I think Harley just kind of was sitting on their laurels just because they've been so dominant for so many years and they weren't putting in as much R&D or effort into maybe putting in a new bike because they already had a bike that was dominant. I would argue the top riders racing Harley Davidson motorcycles would have been competitive with the new Indian motorcycles and those racers as well. The 750 be a lot closer. Yeah. We got Jake back on the phone, but for now anyway, until he, he drops. He'll hang up. He'll hang up. Jake, uh, the XR750 be way more competitive than the, the the current product that Harley's putting on the track, correct? Um, yes and no. I, I mean, I actually rode an XR at uh, Rapid City, um, the rate, uh, the half mile after the Buffalo chip, and uh, kind of took a gamble. Um, you know, I ended up riding the XR at X Games, and you know, it was just a little tiny first year short track, basically, and. Uh, you know, ended up third on it. I was like, man, we need to we need to drag this thing out one more time. And uh, you know, I I think I think the XR still has its place, but I think with uh, with some of these new bikes, they just accelerate so much faster. And uh, you know, not necessarily more horsepower, just accelerate faster and and you know, get down the straightaway uh, a bit quicker. And you know, I struggled with it honestly. Uh, you know, I think I think I finished fifteenth or so. I, I went from you know, fast qualifier at one point, and uh, as the night went on, the track got faster and faster, and I kind of just stayed the same speed, and, and, you know, the Indians and everything else were able to get a little more grip and, and pick it up. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, that's a tough call. Um, you know, I think I think the XR still has its place, at, you know, at, at certain tracks, but uh, I, I kind of do believe it overall it's, it, it's seen it today, I think. And the XG is the XG. I think is what Tony was trying to compare it to the new Harley Davidson, and yeah, I think of course. that bike is is developing rapidly. Might be a strong term, but so? it's developing. Yeah, rapidly yeah, is definitely yeah, a structure. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I spent spent the whole season on one last year, and uh, you know, it, obviously it was a struggle. Um, you know, we we made some progress. You know, throughout the year, it was it was just a lot. You know, uh, sure. you know, every time we would make progress, you know, we'd run into you know a weak point. You know, it was just a lot of you know uh, durability testing too. You know, we, we weren't just trying to go faster; we were trying to make the thing live. And, you know, so we, we didn't progress as, as fast as I would have liked to or anybody would have liked to. But, uh, you know, it, it seems like they've this year they're making some progress and, uh, you know, having flashes of brilliance here and there. And that's the thing. I mean, I, I've ridden a lot of a lot of different brand motorcycles throughout my career. And, um, you know, you ride at one place, it's really good. And you take the same setup to somewhere similar and it's just off. You know, right. it, it doesn't have that... Uh, that universal, you know, that, you know, it's, it's not a fully universal motorcycle yet, you know, where the Indian is at and where the XR was at one time. Um, but, they'll, you know, they'll get there. They'll get there. It's, it's, it doesn't happen, happen overnight. Up against the clock here, Jake. Uh, appreciate you taking the time to join us as always and uh, continued success to you as uh, you continue to redevelop that brand. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, sorry about the, uh, the lateness and the, the bad cell phone and <laughs> all that. Yeah, you I'll, had the feature to, spot I'll, on the show. Uh, I know. I'll, I'll try to be better next time. I guess <laughs> when we were talking about all these new fans and flat track, I looked like I need to call Verizon and see if I can get a cell phone sponsor. Would you please? And Good a, luck in the walk. end of the season, Jake. You're, you're doing great. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. There we go. Jake Johnson heads to the pits. This portion of our show brought to you by Wisecope Performance Products. We'll be back. Stay tuned. It's Pit Pass. Hey, this is Mike Lafferty, eight-time National Enduro Champion, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. With no- Stay ahead of the pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the Hammerdown Racing Report. Your source for regional racing action as well as the national scene. Every week, we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan and cover national racing series from the world of outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller, along with different featured guests each week. From dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammerdown Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform.